Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 267 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we begin our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering September the 20th to September the 26th, Doctrine and Covenants 106 to 108. And today we're going to cover Doctrine and Covenants 106, probably the historical context of it, and maybe even the section itself, as it's not that long. But basically, this is a, a call to the brother of Oliver Cowdery, who was Warren Cowdery. Um, a bit of background about Warren. Uh, it says in Revelations in Context, under this chapter of Warren Cowdery, Quote, when his brother Oliver, then in his early 20s, became the second elder of the restored church in 1830, Warren Cowdery, who was sometimes who was sometimes known as Dr. Cowdery, owned an apothecary, served as postmaster, and had constructed the first brick house in Freedom, New York. Close quote. So it seems that Warren Cowdery had a, a fairly good status in the place he was in, being known as Dr. Cowdery, and not because that was his name, like Dr. Philastus Hilbert, but because clearly he had some sort of a qualification or reason to be called so by others. Um, he was a person of great um, importance, I guess, in the place where he lived. And Warren Cowdery didn't join the church when um, the church was restored. And in fact, um, he had learned about the Book of Mormon and about his brother's faith, uh, but he didn't join the church until four years later. Um, in 1834... Uh, Warren expressed sympathy for the plight of the saints in Missouri after their recent expulsion from Jackson County, uh, but he still wasn't part of the faith. He was talking about how they were, you know, your people and so on. Uh, but it says in Revelations in Context, quote, The likely turning point for Warren Cowdery was a visit from Joseph Smith and Parley P. Pratt in March 1834, obeying a command to recruit participants and collect donations from church members in the eastern countries for Zion's camp. Joseph and Parley passed through freedom and stayed overnight in the home of Warren and Patience Cowdery. During the visit, they preached more than once to a house crowded full to overflowing and baptised several people, including the Cowdery's neighbour, Heman Hyde. Pratt later recalled that 30 or 40 people were baptised and organised into a branch, which became the nucleus for the growth of the church in that region. Although there are no surviving records of these first members in the freedom branch, it is likely that Warren Cowdery was, was among them, close quote. So, because we don't have any, basically, any records that indicate exactly when Warren Cowdery was baptised, and yet we have this, we know of this event in freedom in their own house, where dozens of people were baptised, and after this, after this point in history, um, we have a revelation to Warren Cowdery, uh, which we're going to look at as Doctrine and Covenants 106, which is then given to him as a member of the church, we presume it was around that time. Um, now, what's funny about this is that uh, Warren, uh, it says in Revelations in Context, quote, Warren also expressed a desire for a preacher of our order to come into the freedom area, someone who would do us good by strengthening and building us up in the most holy faith, close quote. Um, so, you know, having this, request joseph smith was went to the lord to seek an answer and two months later uh, he received a revelation that warren was to be a presiding high priest over his church in that land so basically you know be careful what you ask for because uh warren uh, was then asked to to take this on board and to be 
uh, kind of an import, a leader of the church in that area. And Warren Cowdery actually becomes an important uh, figure uh, for the church uh, in future months and, and some years as well. Um, he fulfills a number of roles. He's a scribe, he, he's a, scribe a number of times uh, for other revelations uh, that we have. Um, it says in Revelations in Context, quote, Warren, um, he, he worked in the publishing office in Kirtland and edited the church's newspaper. As a clerk for Joseph Smith, he helped write down the dedicatory prayer for the Kirtland Temple and kept records of daily events. His most lasting contribution can now be found in just a few pages from the revelation directed to him. In 1836, he recorded the, the entry in Joseph Smith's journal describing the visit of the Saviour and the other heavenly messengers to Joseph and Oliver in the Kirtland Temple on April 3rd, 1836. Close quote a section which we are getting very close towards, I would add, uh, which is very exciting. Uh, but yeah, Warren Cowdery had a great influence and impact in the church. I do not believe that his, he stayed in the church his entire life, which is a shame. Uh, but of course, you know, we are not anyone to judge. Um, and what we can look at here is the, church, the section that was directed to him and try and learn from this. So it was given in November, the, November 1834. Um, and as it said in Revelations in Context, verse 1, it is my will that my servant Warren A. Cowdery should be appointed and ordained a presiding high priest over my church in the land of freedom and the regions round about. Um, and in verse 3 it says, and devote his whole time to his high and holy calling, which I now give unto him, seeking diligently the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness, and all things necessary shall be added thereunto, for the labourer is worthy of his hire. Uh, so we see here that Warren is given this call to, to, to lead and to serve. And interestingly, you know, again, like was mentioned before, he didn't ask for this opportunity. He didn't um, ask for this, um, you know, service uh, that he that he would be the one to give the service. But as many as it should be uh, in, in the Lord's church, he is called to do so. Um, and it is a great blessing for him uh, to, to do so. And in verse 7, we see kind of the blessing he receives because of this. Therefore, blessed is my servant Warren, for I will have mercy on him, and notwithstanding the vanity of his heart, I'll lift him up inasmuch as he will humble himself before me. Um, you know, I'm not, well, again, it's the Lord speaking. So if it was a person who was saying this to, uh, to Warren, I'm sure there would be some kind of disgruntlement with that. But the Lord clearly knows Warren Cowdery uh, and knows kind of his weaknesses. In this case, it's vanity of his heart. Uh, but the Lord promises that he'll bless him in that um, weakness. And I guess for all of us, uh, it is a comfort to know that the Lord knows our weaknesses. And if we seek you know, answers from him, as Warren Cowdery has done through the, through the Lord's ordained prophet, uh, then we will receive guidance and help with that. Um, I've seen that, that strength can come in our weaknesses as we call upon the Lord to help us with them uh, and that he will bless them to have them work out uh, in ways that we are happy with. Um, but we have to be faithful. We have to pray. We have to seek uh, that support. Um, and in verse eight, it says, and I will give him grace and assurance wherewith he may stand. And if you continue to be a faithful witness and a light unto the church, I have prepared a crown for him in the mansions of my father. So, that really brings us to the end of that section. It's a fairly short one, uh, and it's very specific toward Warren Cowdery. 
But there is some principles in there that we can take about the Lord knowing us, about the Lord calling those whom he calls and um, qualifying those individuals as well. So I think, you know, once again, another uh, interesting uh, addition to the many people that we've learned about in our study of, of the Doctrine and Covenants and Church history. And there'll be others to come, I'm sure, as well. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to follow the podcast on the Facebook uh, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me and email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. If you'd like to share what you've studied, uh, give some feedback on the podcast or just, you know, let us know what you think. Um, it'd be great uh, to have some more people commenting and sharing their thoughts on their study or on the podcast itself. So thank you very much for listening. And until we meet again, 